It is the Brad and Brit cast. Thanks for joining us here. We're live in the 1.30 Eastern hour with all kinds of uh, fun things to share with you, as uh, uh, somebody liked to have said at one point. Um, we're going to just go completely inside baseball here for a minute. Sure. Just This is just you and, you and me talking about uh, uh, someone we know in the business. Huh. Uh, and we've we've mentioned him before. Most folks don't don't know who he is, but the radio geeks know who he is. Um, it's our it's our old friend M- Michael Harrison. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Mike, and uh, uh, let me explain to you who he is. Michael Harrison, not to you, Britt. Um, <laughs> Michael Harrison was one of the original FM pioneer rock jocks and programmers of album rock radio in the late 60s and early 70s, uh, primarily out in Los Angeles, KMET, legendary radio station. He's, he was there. He did that. And he transitioned uh, several years later, seeing that uh, being a disc jockey wasn't a way to uh, get rich, into somebody who invented, kind of, talk radio journalism talk radio journalism and he founded this magazine called talkers and it's been around for about 30 years yeah it was a regular magazine for a long time probably about eight or ten years ago he stopped with the paper like everybody else but it's still the the kind of online clearinghouse for everything about talk radio and he's friends with everybody no ideology for michael even though michael and i i'm t- I, he's a great guy i love him is an absolute flat-out lefty, yeah, okay? Yeah. He's such a flat-out lefty that for about 10 years, if you wanted him, he would come on your program and uh, call himself the lone liberal because yeah. talk radio had already been overrun with conservative shit. So yes. he would come on. It's like wrestling, right? He'd just come on your show to bait the callers, and drive them crazy and always win the argument because he was smarter than all the callers. I love Michael. Love Michael. And he would put on these conventions year after year. And Britt, you and I went to several of them over time. And he really was as non-discriminatory in his politics as far as talk radio as you could be, considering he was just a lefty off the, the charts. And the business had moved right, 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 right. But he didn't discriminate at, at all. So it reached the point where about, eh, about uh, 10 years ago, 12 years ago, he gave his annual First Amendment award to Alex Jones. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we were there. We saw it. Okay. We saw him. Uh, I was looking it up to make sure I had this one right. In 2017, Sean Hannity got the uh, Talkers Freedom of Speech Award, the First Amendment award and uh every year that we would go to this brit we would just run out of there as quickly as we could to go to some ridiculously expensive restaurant for lunch in manhattan just to just to get away from the stench of a lot of the people there who were frauds and phonies and were rush limbaugh wannabes or uh over time they became sean hannity wannabes and hannity was raised up to this level of idolatry i don't know how else to say it he would be introduced as the most successful talk show host in 
the country. Even years ago, he'd already technically had uh, surpassed Limbaugh in the number of stations. And you know, he had the, the TV gig that Limbaugh never had and, and, and things of that sort. And I, I, I just tried to keep the vomit from coming out of my mouth when I would see him applauded by all these other people in talk radio who many of them, I'm sure, were just pretending that they were right-wing assholes, too, on the radio. And we're at the point now where someone like Michael is in a position, Michael Harrison, to come out right now, right now today, and say, we're done with Sean Hannity. We're done with promoting and sanctioning support because, well, he has a lot of radio station clients and he makes a lot of money. Therefore, he's successful. Therefore, in talk radio at conventions, he's the most important person. That what Sean Hannity has done to this country is irrelevant because we're at a convention. We're all drinking and we're having a lot of food and we're telling each other how brilliant we are and how great radio still is. And who's at the top of the mountain right now? Here's Sean Hannity. All right. And it's time for these people to admit they were wrong, to admit that the rest of us who called out Sean Hannity for the fraud that he was years ago, to say, you were right, we were wrong, no problem with that, and we're now done with Sean Hannity. He should be shunned by the rest of the industry. Do you agree or not agree? What is your what is the specific impetus at this time to shun Sean Hannity? Because there's been several off ramps where you could have said this guy's a piece of shit and you should denounce oh, him. What what is your specific? Of, 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 course, of course, today? you're right. Of course, you're right. The, the the fact that he stood on a stage with Donald Trump and campaigned with him, right, uh, was just the climax of his total hundred percent free commercial support for for Trump and the like for all these years of course but this is a convenient moment now this is an obvious moment that you don't have to even pretend to look the other way with the revelation that he knowingly lied around the election of 2020 and through january 6th and beyond and probably to last night's show um about what is going on, what was going on, and what an audience needs to hear and what an audience should be hearing. Uh, this should be the line. This should be the easiest off-ramp for all these people who have <laughs> closed their eyes and pretended otherwise. And I might have even been, you know, I don't really agree with Sean Hannity, but boy, you can't argue with his success. Yes, you can. You can argue with his success. You can argue with everyone at Fox's success because it has come at the expense of the democracy known as the United States of America. It's a republic. Shut up. This is it. You, you, you must pick a side, sir. Well, you must pick a side. You're either still with Team Hannity under the guise of, well, he has high ratings and he makes a lot of money and I'd like to be like that, or business I'm in is a disgrace. It's a scourge on America. It was trying to fuck things up long before, long before the internet even existed. In fact, I have an idea. Can, can we get Little Rush? On, speaking of having ruined America before there was an internet. Yes. There, yes. 
Delighted to be with you, among the fruited plate and high. The all-knowing, all-feeling, all-powerful, all-everything, and Maharishi having more fun than a human being should be allowed to have. Who did I rip that off from? David Michael Letterman? Is that who I got that from, folks? And then uh, I got tell to, us what uh, you ripped uh, off uh, from Larry Lujak. That was uh, Larry Lujak, the Chicago disc jockey, folks, uh, who I uh, discovered is delightful to be with you. Again, uh, best wishes to James Earl Carter Jr., folks. Uh, Jimmy Carter, and and you're seeing the, the media fawn all over itself as Jimmy Carter is headed toward a place where I am not. I am roasting in hell, yeah. and I ha- will be for all eternity, and Jimmy Carter will never even come close to this. And what you won't hear the media say is the malaise that America was in during the four years of the Carter administration, very similar to what we have today with the supply chain issues and the price of eggs and all of that Little shit. Rush. Yes. Jimmy Carter never said the word malaise. Yes, but he never, should never have. Said it. Never said no. it during... A speech America where he was, was honest with the American it. people about the price of energy and the problems uh, that we faced. Whether he, he said, said it or not is irrelevant. The American people were feeling malaise, but uh, our best to James Earl Carter Jr., the guy who set the stage for Ronaldus uh, Magnus. By the way, but you, by the way, little rush. Do you look forward to seeing uh, Chelsea Clinton at any kind of public? service for jimmy carter in the next few weeks or months or however long it might be i suppose you're going to refer to this time when i supposedly called her a dog is that is that what you're trying to get at there when i I a lot of people remember that you 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 uh uh you intentionally you intentionally while you were doing your tv show that's not true had a picture of a dog it's not true, folks. We had the wrong print. the wrong graphic came up on television. I immediately fired the line producer. I said, well, they had had a cat at the White House. I said, well, here's the White House dog. And there was a picture of 12-year-old Chelsea Clinton, who, by the way, I wasn't wrong, but it was the wrong graphic that came up. And since we were doing a live show, oh, we weren't doing a live show? It was edited? We would have been able to replace that? Well, shit. Uh, nonetheless, uh, it was an accident. And uh, it, it's, it, it, Ronaldus Magnus, back to my point about the great Ronald Wilson Reagan. What you're seeing now with uh, President Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. in Kiev uh, strutting around and, oh, I'm Mr. The greatest war president we've ever seen, Ronaldus Magnus. You remember seeing him strut through Grenada, which was a huge victory for us, <laughs> a huge Hard-fought victory against a very tough military. And there was Ronald Reagan with his peacoat strutting through Grenada as the bodies were strewn on either side of him. Great American military victory. Not like this fake shit with the fake uh, air sirens. You think there were fake sound effects, huh? It was fake as shit. I've never seen it. It's unbelievable how fake that was. And then you see see Joe Biden nearly slip. I I may have broken his collarbone, folks, getting on Air Force One. He he slips and he falls and nearly dies. No. So uh, Mm -hmm. it's a huge, Mm -hmm. big, he tries to look like a fucking Patton. And he looks no. like Estelle Getty is what he looks like, folks. He looks yep. like uh, Claire, Clara Peller is who he looks like. <laughs> Where's There's the a beef? current reference. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, little Rush, was Reagan wearing a mission accomplished sweatshirt 
when well, he strutted through Grenada after that hard-fought a, victory. That's a smart-ass comment, and that's a reference to George W. Bush. And, and you people talked us into losing in Iraq. You know, you, you tried time. It was a wonderful victory for all of us in Iraq. And you see today the Jeffersonian democracy that exists in the uh, mm. the Republic of Iraq today, folks. Yeah. Thanks yeah. to the hard-fought victory of the military that you and the left hate. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what's happening here. So, little Russia, what what do you think of the uh, job that Kevin McCarthy is doing so far as as Speaker of the House? What do you think? He's doing a great job. Continues to bang MTG. What a piece of ass! That is a good job, Kevin McCarthy. Way to hit that! Yeah, hit that like a wiffle ball. And, and he has turned. Now the left, folks, I must tell you, uh, is beside itself because they have released all of this footage of January the 6th, and the left is upset because finally we're going to be able to see that this was nothing more than a, a, a picnic, as all this was. It's been portrayed by all these crisis actors and all of these uh, uh, these Antifa people as some sort of... Antifa was responsible for January the 6th of 2021. Finally, we're going to get to see uh, the real footage, folks, on Fox News, and I, I can't wait to see it, to be honest with you. Uh, so, Fox, yes, you, Fox you don't think taken, you don't think that's a, it's a little uh, wrong, maybe illegal, maybe impeachable that unilaterally a speaker of the house would release all this footage to one network, Fox, which is likely to try to turn it into a propaganda tape. You don't you don't see anything wrong with that. Well, here's what I just heard you say. Blah, 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 blah. No, I don't think that any of that is accurate or true. You I don't think, think finally on and if you subscribe to Fox Nation, where by the way, they have a great new show with Roseanne. I'm telling you, she's <laughs> never been better. Fox Nation, $9.99 a month. Just sign up and save a buck off of that first month with your uh promo code Lil Russian Hell. Lil Russian Hell, get that to you. They're gonna have all of the it's gonna be fantastic. Uh, they've got a show on that Fox Nation. Kevin Costner bangs chicks in Yellowstone. Uh, it's fantastic. He just takes, he picks up girls, takes them to Yellowstone, and just has sex with them. It's a mm. great show. You should check it out on Fox Nation. Uh, and for you old people, have your grandkids tell you how to watch it. Yeah. All right, little Rush. Great, uh, great to have you check in today. By the way, it's been a little bit more than two years since you uh, relocated. Yes. To your permanent, your permanent uh, site, forty thousand miles down. How's it? How is it there? I'm doing well, but you can see the decline in America ever since that I've gone uh, down down here. Uh, you can see that it, 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 the, the libs have been able to infect people with this fake vaccine. Hmm. Uh, you've been able to see Joe Biden being the stumble bum that he is. I mean, it's just been a horrific time. Every, I, I feel better being in hell than you do being in America in 2023. Mm. So uh, I, I'm perfectly fine. Things are good down here. And even even rich people get treated a little bit different. Unfortunately, they get treated worse, as it turns out. So I have to go get sodomized by a random stranger. Uh, I'll, I'll talk to you guys later. All right. Uh, this segment brought to you by uh, uh, VRBR, Vacation Rentals by Rush. Vacation <laughs> Rentals by Rush. Wow. Check it out on the uh, the internet at www something. Is it? You know, the, he's still the king of the live reads. I mean, I want to get Fox Nation now. 
honestly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I got a clip here. Let's see if I can uh, not screw it up here. All right, you've done well. And I didn't want to. I didn't want to do this to Little Rush because he was. I know he hates Hannity. Oh, he's yeah. always hated him. Everybody he's hates Hannity. Hated he 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 is the uh, the Tom Brady to Greg Olson. Okay, that's the you know that's the little known secret is that most people in the industry, no matter how conservative they are, they hate the fuck out of that guy. He's horrible. Which made it even more galling that when we would go to these conventions. Oh, they kiss his ass. They would kiss his ass. They'd line up to get his autograph. You you play the clip and you tell that story about when he when he ran to, into you in the pisser there at White House days. It wasn't the pisser. It was not what the was pisser. It? Uh, this <laughs> it was wasn't. the actual event. This was uh, White House radio days in uh, 2000. I think this was before 9-11. Oh, holy this shit. It was before 9-11. It was probably in the year 2000, something like yeah. that. Summer of 2000. Or, I mean, well, like Bush was and in they, the White House, so they had it. They, it had to be two thousand one at some point. Right, right. But uh, I think it's probably the year before, and or, or, or late in the year, early in two thousand one. You're right. Um, they put a big tent out on the White House lawn and set up a bunch of uh, tables with all the uh, appropriate electrical connections, and a bunch of radio stations would come and do their programs uh, from the tent and the white house the administration would provide uh people cabinet officers senator you know whoever they could uh, scarf up that would want to show up there it was kind of kind of fun you got to meet some other people uh in the business that you hated <laughs> they'd be sitting right next to you uh anyway uh, you know we were on from three to six in the afternoon locally on news talk 1110 wbt charlotte uh richard spires and and me and uh it must have been a quarter to three must have been a quarter to three and in walks sean hannity because he's doing his syndicated show also from three to six across the country and he was there and he walks in and and you would have thought it was charlton heston as moses as the seas parted and uh people are crowding around him hey sean hey babe all that crap and <laughs> Somehow, somehow, he ends up face-to-face with me. I didn't wait in line to see Sean Hannity. Um, but someone introduces me to him, I think, or I introduce myself. And he asks, well, what radio station are you on? WBT Charlotte. And Hannity's first line, without any pleasantries, without anything decent, says, oh, I'm going to be taking your job, you know. You know that we're going to get WBT. It's like the largest station in the country in a major market that he's not that on. we don't have. Right. Really? Oh, nice to meet you too. <laughs> it never happened, and no. and I'm I'm happy to say through everything that that you and I, it still never happened. Yeah, it hasn't weird. happened to this day. Okay. With all the shitty owners and everything that station's gone through, they still haven't used that show. None of them, so none of them took the, the, the Sean Hannity bait. So good. Now, back when you met him in 2001, he was actually still putting some effort into his fucking show, which was still stupid and Probably. awful. Yeah. But later on, uh, like even today it's on, but it's just an infomercial for his TV show. That's all he gives a shit about is his TV show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Here's the, here's the list. Uh, New lies by George, new lies by Donald revealed. 
Um, Fox is not a news network. Republicans are not a political party. Um, DeSantis deciding how to damage Democratic dog directive. Um, And Papa Bear bashes Fox, plus throwing in some false equivalency at the same time. Well, uh, you, we kind of caught you in the middle of something. You were going to play a clip for us, weren't you? First, oh, first yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see if I can still scarf this one up. Because last night, I don't, I don't know why, I, I decided it was, uh, it was really important to torture and hate myself even more than normal. And I watched about 20 minutes of Hannity. 20 minutes of Hannity. And what, what, what did you see? With, on, well, and see in the first few minutes, when he put that little thing at the bottom that said, Marjorie Taylor Greene coming up. Yeah. How could I tune away? Sure. Because, of course, he was uh, bringing her on to uh, explain the importance of her brilliant, well-thought-out troll of that day, yesterday, about uh, secession. We need to to have the red states secede and uh, free everyone up to be themselves. This would be great for America. This will bring us back together by splitting us apart all the completely fucked up logic, if you want to use the word logic, that she could bring to the table. Uh, and the, the mental synapses long ago left this person, okay? There's, there's, just, there's just nothing that describes it better as, you know, the lights on, nobody's home kind of stuff with her. Because she just yaps and talks and jabbers, mm-hmm. and uh, this was a this was a five minute segment, and this is the last twenty seconds after uh, Sean Hannity, in his usual Hannity way, just sat back and allowed someone like her to say all this crap and bullshit about how wonderful the country would be if it wasn't one country anymore, and we have to stop being in a place where the liberals are forcing our kids to transgender on and on. And Hannity is just, you know, sure, sure. So you get to the very end. And uh, this is the last, the last moment. And try, try to understand, try to understand the, the sheer moronicness of what you're about to hear. Just, just 20 seconds. Let's see if we got it. Here we go. And do you expect it'll happen? Last question. Well, I think it's something that we should work towards because, you know, it's kind of the vision that our founding fathers had for America. And I think it's a great one. It worked in the beginning. We just got it completely out of control. So I hope we can get there. Okay. Now, what, 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 what did you just hear? You just heard her say that at the beginning of our country, the vision was secession. The vision was not one country. That's what she just said. <laughs> right? That was the vision. What does that mean? It, what it, it, again. What does it, it mean? Stop trying to understand it. it <laughs> it's so screwed up. It's so stupid. You can't talk about it. Well, I, I, I'm taking your advice on this one. I'm not even trying to uh, burrow into this idea because it's just so stupid. I'm not trying to even like talk about why this is not a thing and it's not going to happen because it's just the dumbest shit in, in the history it's of the world. Troll. It's, a, it's, a, it's a full troll. <laughs> I refuse to take the bait. <laughs> it's just the stupidest shit. And anybody, who ever, anybody that would ever listen to her and go, 
Well, that's a pretty good idea, man. We all do that. Because, you know, you, just, you would hear this shit over the years like, yeah, you guys can have like Kendrick Lamar and Lil Wayne and we'll take Ted Nugent and Kid Rock. And you know, it's like the stupidest shit in the history of the world, right? Uh, new lies from Donald Trump and from George Santos uh, revealed here. Forbes magazine reveals that it appears that Trump Tower is the very foundation of the fraud for which he's being sued by the Attorney General of New York. That's right. Trump Tower, a complete fraud. Property records show that Trump has been lying about the financial performance of that building, the original building, which was opened in 1983, 1983. Tax and lending documents indicate Trump lied about the square footage of the office and the retail space at the base of the property. All I've ever heard is that he lied about the size of his apartment, that he he tripled the square footage of his apartment from 11,000 to about 33,000. Now it turns out, apparently, that he was lying about all the retail space at the bottom of the building. And there are audio recordings back to 2015 showing that Trump was personally involved in the efforts to lie about the value of the commercial space at the bottom of Trump Tower. He valued it that, that at $881 million. And how did he do that? He lied about the square footage. Um, and he lied about the number of feet within that exaggerated square footage as being viable <laughs> for office and retail space. And you want the bottom line number? Trump inflated the value of his property by. You want to play the the uh, high low game? How much you think he overvalued the the property by? Ten million dollars. Oh, you you stop. You're you're yourself. Go up. Come on. Twenty million dollars. No. No. Fifty million dollars. No. 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 A hundred million dollars? No, 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 no. Half a billion dollars? Uh, you're, you're too high. Price is right. You're gone. It's 400 million. 400 million dollars. Holy shit. Isn't that stuff easily checked? You'd think so. <laughs> you would think. You would think so. Good so, uh, what do you think of the uh, young woman who is the a uh, jury foreman in the special grand jury in Georgia coming out and yapping yeah. on, on uh, Tuesday. Yeah, I kind of wish she'd shut up. I kind of wish she'd uh, go go play some Wordle or something. I, I don't think it's helpful. I don't know if it's going to really affect the case or anything, but it's still, it I, 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 don't, I don't find it to be exceptionally helpful for her to get her. And she's only doing this for, uh, it seems like, for attention. She likes the attention. Well, in, in another time, in another place, she'd be in Playboy in, in three months. We know Correct. that. Correct. This, this is not that time anymore. Um, but since the special grand jury doesn't decide if someone is indicted, and since she was very careful, even though she wink-winked and gave every indication that, that Trump and and lots of other people are about to be indicted. I mean, if I were Trump, I would have gone out and sent someone at least to Costco and bought a lot of extra toilet paper for the mm -hmm, next mm -hmm. for the short term. 
Um, but th- I don't think this is going to make the the uh, prosecutor there, Fanny Fanny Willis, say, "Oh well, she she said that. Okay, we're not going to indict anybody now. That's that's not going to happen. No, it doesn't change the facts of the case for sure. I mean, that he still did what he did, and the people around him, you know, there's perjury there." But still, I just I kind of wish she wouldn't do what she's doing. Right. Uh, with that in mind, of course, uh, a bunch of attorneys who represent people who might be indicted have said, All right, well, you got to throw out the whole case. They've already said, oh, this is it. It's over. Right. <laughs> They've already tried to, to, to go to the judge and say, well, this is clear. This has tainted everything. And of course, no, no. No, no. Well, if you're a good attorney, you're going to go for a change of venue, and then you're going to say, well, they can't really go anywhere because this woman has been, her clips have gone national. You yeah. know, so you, there's really no way to try these people. Go ahead and just uh, put us in Jamaica. <laughs> we'll have a trial in Jamaica. <laughs> but, yeah, it doesn't change the facts of the case. People still perjured themselves, and they're still guilty. But right. she, she's right. on it. Trump fumes over grand jury four persons media tour, angrily dismisses the probe in Georgia said, all I did was make two perfect phone calls. Now, what is his second perfect phone call that he's referring to in Georgia? We know the one about the find me 11,870 votes. We know that one. What what is the other one that he alleges is perfect? He can't be referring to the call that he made to um, Zelensky. No, or anything because that has nothing to do with Georgia. What what is the second call? I'm I'm, I'm I, I got a hole in my knowledge here. Obviously, he might be telling on himself. There may be another call that we're not familiar with that they well, hasn't even been reported. She said, "Miss Coors, the uh, jury four person, did say that they heard a lot of things that have not been made public at this point. A lot of phone calls. In fact, I believe." I heard her say, it's amazing how many people were recording phone calls from Donald Trump. (laughs) So, and and, and you know what? I think that's fantastic. I think it's so great that he thought that he could act and order people around and intimidate folks with total impunity, and all of them would always march to his beat, because he was Donald Trump, and they weren't buying it. And to protect themselves, they recorded phone calls, which it sounds to me like they uh, ended up being played for this special grand jury. And uh, that was not, not hinted at. It was actually said on, the- on Tuesday during those interviews that she, that she had with uh, lots of news organizations. With the level of paranoia that he has, how is he not aware that people could be like recording those phone calls, you know, uh, I don't, he, he, I think that he thought that the fact that he doesn't text, that he didn't write emails. Right. And coming from his world of just picking up the phone and saying to people, whatever they wanted to, that he is that ignorant. I mean, People have been recording phone calls since Alexander Graham Bell. That's right. Right? That's right. Literally. It's not not a new thing. Law enforcement has been recording phone calls forever. 
Well, and, and, and Mr. Technology, you know, he's up to date on the latest technology. He doesn't understand. It's easier to do it now than it's ever been. <laughs> it's like the easiest thing ever to record a phone call. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Remember how he would brag about how up to technology he was? I've got this thing called a TiVo. Nobody knows about it. It's the greatest. Yeah. And <laughs> he would brag about that shit like nobody knew. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. So... Uh, yeah, he is. He's just a, a little bit behind the, uh, little behind the curve there, in thinking that he could call people on the phone and that would never come back to bite him. Uh, he didn't realize that the only way to do this is to go out into the woods <laughs> with no one around, and even make sure that the trees aren't bugged. Oh yeah, and, and have conversations. Other than that, everything is is uh, possibly going to happen. Well, you know we've. We've kind of avoided it because this is what liberals do. This slip by Joe Biden on those stairs, I think he ought to not even run. But, and I'm joking here. Wait till you see the video. It is, it is the least representative slip of someone who can't walk or climb stairs you will have ever seen. It, is, it does not count. It's not even close. But... The headlines are there. They're going for it. New York Post, Daily Mail, they're going for it. Um, good for Drudge. He didn't go for it. He put it below the, you know, below the line there because it's not a story. It doesn't mean anything. But I would assume that the point will be to say that, well, slipping, walking up the stairs at the very end of his trip, in effect, negates everything that you heard about what was symbolically and actually accomplished by going to Ukraine and Poland on the one-year anniversary of Russia's illegal invasion of Ukraine. The slipping on the stairs, sorry, sorry, feeble Joe, he can't get the job done, right? It, <laughs> there's complete equality between that moment. And you won't believe it when you see the video, Britt. You're just not going to... You know, I fell and slipped on my stairs about 15 years ago, holding our dog. <laughs> and I hit the back of my head, too. Fortunately, our stairs have carpet mm -hmm. on them. But I sure did have to go get um, um, x-rays and a brain scan. And, of course, they found that, well, I had no brain. Uh, <laughs> it was not a surprising thing. and it, it, So I didn't have to worry about recovering. But I did have Ooh. a bump for a long time. Yeah. Uh, and I was considerably younger than 80 then so God. yeah that, i can't wait to see him replay that one over and over again that's when you're going to want to watch hannity is tonight they'll just play that over and over again or that's yep. like maybe a maybe a tucker carlson or a laura they'll just play that over and over and over again are you kidding why why are you even bothering to <laughs> to predict that right that's like saying they're going to predict that there's going to be lots of snow in minnesota today yeah there is we know that it's just a fact. <laughs> and there's going to be video of it there's going to be that lots of snow there that reminds me of the Bill O'Reilly clip that they would always play. Like they would always play the two things. One of them was the gay pride parade where they would have the guys that looked like it was 1979 at fire San Island, San Francisco. Yeah. And they would, they would just guys wearing like leather thongs and shit. And to their audience, well, this is what gay people are like. And right. then they would also play, look at what's happening at spring break. And it would just be 19 year old girls shaking their asses in the camera. And they would just pretend to be appalled while they were getting erections on set. Oh my God. This is, let's play that again. One, one more time. And they play it like ad nauseum, right? Uh, well, you brought up the name, so I'll, I'll run with it here. From The Hill, <laughs> Bill O'Reilly, 
former Fox News host, left, well, actually before Trump was elected, right? Yeah, yeah. He was left on before that. He's slamming Fox following revelations made in the defamation suit that Fox was lying. I'll tell you this. I would never have done what CNN and MSNBC did. Wait a minute. This is the quote. I would never have done what CNN and MSNBC did on Russian collusion or what Fox did on election fraud. Wow. The king of all false equivalencies on display by Bill O'Fucking Riley, who fucked himself out of a job at Fox, even today, trying to create an equivalency between a plot to overthrow the United States government by a news organization and a political organization, the Republican political organization and the Fox organization, not really a news channel, equating that with reporting by CNN and MSNBC on Trump and his Russian connections, which are true. They were not untrue. It was not a hoax. In fact, where did I say I saw this piece? The Hill? Hmm. That's today. And I went back and remembered, oh, about three days ago in The Hill, I saw a story. Somehow this doesn't make the news. Mainstream media not covering it, as they like to say. Headline, GOP political operative sentenced to 18 months over illegal Russian contributions to Trump campaign. Have you heard this story, Britt? I have heard this story. Yeah. Well, didn't make it very high up the the, uh, list, did it? Hmm, Not so much, as it turns out. Uh, The name of the guy is Jesse Benton. He planned with another political advisor to send political contributions from a Russian national, that's a Russian citizen, who wanted to meet and take a picture with Trump, to the campaign. 2016. I know, no collusion, no conspiracy, nothing. There was no connection, and MSNBC and CNN are just like Fox. Fuck you, O'Reilly. Fuck you. Have fun with your fucking 15-minute bullshit show that you're forced to do now, because even now you still can't pony up to the fact that you worked for pieces of shit and destroyed whatever credibility you had. Oh, yes, of course, uh, being the original host of, uh, what's the Deborah Norville show, Inside Edition? Inside Edition. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she has more credibility than you, and she's been doing that fucking show for 30 years now. Much better. Yeah, she's yeah. much better than him. Yeah, yeah. So the release said that Mr. Benton had sent this Russian um a hundred thousand dollars let me see if i have this right no the person who was convicted benton had the russian guy send a hundred thousand dollars to his political consulting firm for the contribution so it could get laundered to trump's campaign there you go that's what it makes sense. That, oh yeah they were laundering money absolutely yeah and, uh, by the way this guy sent twenty five thousand to the campaign and kept seventy five thousand for himself. That's that's quite a fee. That's a seventy five percent finder's fee for the money for campaign contributions. To so everybody's ripping everybody off. Everybody's ripping everybody off. And uh, this guy said, "Well, I'm the one making the contribution. No, it's not coming from some Russian." And they nailed him. Come on, 
They destroyed him. Yep. Yep. This is another guy that's uh, destroyed his life to the service of Donald Trump. And I think he's like 45 years old. Yeah. Again, it's uh, when do you people jump off the train? But that's fine. Go ahead. Fuck yourselves over. It's not my problem. All right. Now, we have to decide whether this is the the uh, Democrats falling into a trap of presenting something that can easily be parodied and turned into a fake culture war issue or whether there's some legitimacy to it. Because the first take on the dogs won't be allowed to stick their heads out the window story from Florida when you first saw it off. Fuck. DeSantis again, he's going to sign. What the fuck is he doing? Well, it's a Democratic piece of legislation. All right. And it's not just about dogs sticking their heads out the window, which in and of itself doesn't seem to be much of a problem. It really doesn't. Um, It would be illegal in Florida to transport a dog on the running board, the fender, the hood or the roof of the motor vehicle. The only person we know that's ever done that is Mitt Romney. Uh, right yeah that was right. Uh, as well as in a trunk or an enclosed cargo space you also can't transport uh a dog in a car that is being towed they're trying to come up with every possibility here and you'd have to require your dog to be secured in a crate appropriate for the size of the dog uh when you're moving the dog around and of course you can't keep it on your your lap um if there's someone else in the car, that person can hold the dog. Uh, on and on it goes. And there are also some rules for cat owners. It's illegal to declaw a cat unless it's for medical therapy reasons. Uh, on and on it goes. So um, question is, is this the right moment, the right time to do this kind of legislation if you're in Florida and you're in the Democratic Party, which is on its heels because you know, you've got Mussolini as your governor who is consolidating <laughs> power and uh, looking at every little thing to blow up into a culture war issue. And in this one, I would assume he he's going to go hot and heavy about uh, Democrats hate people in pickup trucks. They hate you. They hate the fact that working people may bring their dogs with them and they want to stop them from the kind of freedom that made America great. And I'm never going to sign this legislation. Forget that. I'm going to veto the shit out of this. Yay. There's Santa step standing up for uh, working class white people in pickup trucks. <laughs> God, I hate that. I hate the minute. The yeah, am, I, am I right? Is that, no. isn't that where this is going to go? In other words, you it's need the, to think this stuff out before you you propose it because it's true because it's always it always gets minimized to like the most basic the lowest common and it is it's always a guy with a gun rack and a fucking Ford F one fifty yes it's a hundred percent correct well, like this is one of the major TV stations in Orlando and they write the story and it says Florida bill would ban allowing dogs to stick their heads out of car windows and so there you go. Uh, that's going to be a win for DeSantis, don't you? It, it is. Well, just, you got you got a point. They could be walking into a trap here. I think that is the key part of this whole situation. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. And he, by the way, the Mussolini thing is spot on. You could actually see him doing some of the Mussolini signs and stuff. You could see him doing it with the with his stature and everything. Yeah, yeah. And, and by the way, you know, I get uh, a bunch of recipes in my email all the time from uh, from from different sites. And uh, today there was one, 
it came over and the headline on the the email was Mussolini meatballs. <laughs> I don't know what that meant. <laughs> I, I don't know what that was. I'm not sure what they're, they're going to dictate something to your colon though. I'm oh, sure. Yeah. 